Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, Ghanaians. Good evening, and thank you very much for joining us here on Upfront on the Joy News Channel. It's the 13th day of July 2023. Lots have been happening, particularly in Parliament, and that's where our focus will be this evening on Upfront on the Joy News Channel. So, the new standing orders of Parliament, well, by motion, Parliament has approved it. What that means is that they're just waiting to have it formally passed through a resolution, and then Parliament would now be governed by new standing orders. But of course, uh, let me just run by you some of the provisions of the new standing orders and how those provisions, all things being equal, could enhance Ghana's democracy. And that's what we'll be talking about later on in the show. But of course, when it comes to the Appointments Committee, now, based on the new standing order of Parliament, the Appointments Committee should be chaired by a member who is not from the party in government. Now, this is instructive and you would understand shortly because Parliament, in determining chairpersons of committees, actually indicate, for instance, and bearing in mind that there could be times where you have, you know, a party in government that that party may not have the majority in Parliament and vice versa. They actually say that when it comes to the Finance Committee, okay, they say when it comes to the Finance Committee, it should be chaired by the party in government. In this case, it doesn't matter, for instance, you know, whether the party in government has the majority or not. They say for the smooth running of the government, that particular committee should be chaired by the party in government. In the same way, they talk about the appointments committee that should be chaired by the party not in government. 
not necessarily because that party has, you know, a lot of uh, its, um, you know, members. All they're talking about is that that party should not be in government. Now, they also talked about the fact that going forward, we should have the appointment committee members uh, comprising the leadership in parliament and leadership of the particular committee of which that minister, that, that has oversight over the particular ministry, okay? So, for instance, if you're vetting a finance minister, you expect leadership of parliament, and then you have some members and leadership of the finance committee. Their belief is that these persons would do a good job. The critical question is how will these committees or these new standing orders enhance the work of parliament? That's a conversation we're having this evening on Upfront on the Joy News Channel. My name is Winston Amwa, and joining us for this conversation is a member of parliament for Whole West. He's been, uh, you know, chairperson and a ranking member of the Government Assurances Committee. We also, that's Emmanuel Bedra. We also have uh, Dr. Rashid Draman, who is the executive director of the African Center for Parliamentary Affairs. Good evening to you, uh, Dr. Rashid Draman, and good evening to you, Emmanuel Bedra. Okay, so we'll uh, introduce them shortly. Uh, let's go for a short break. We'll be right back. So free debit card save while you spend and an amazing chance to double your salary a hundred seven and even more consolation rewards in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded Vimo this Ecobank salary account sounds interesting what do you think uh, uh, yeah. but maybe next time Charlie you know what I'd go shine my shoe hey. yo myself I'd go check my VP we going up never go down and we stay flat Open an Ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority under the Caritas Lottery Platform. This is Connect Africa with me, Blessed Sugan. Welcome to our program. We have updates on the elections taking place in Sierra Leone. There had been some um, attack around the opposition's office, and this was because of, because they prematurely um, announced 
um, results, which both parties technically did. And what is the cost of political unrest in the West Africa sub-region? The preponderance of, uh, you know, uh, illicit activities resulting from easy access to, to small arms is, is causing a lot of havoc across the region. Five countries, how are you going to work with them? It is one of the few cases where we have the countries themselves agreeing to do it and calling on ECOWAS to act on their behalf. There is a DNA testing, the process of our DNA of our 17 students who were banned beyond recognition. So at the moment, there is some uncertainty. Some of the parents think, hey, is it, uh, uh, is my key part of those that were banned beyond recognition, the 17? Every human being has a right to a livable world. And to secure that livable world, all the rich nations and all the international financial organizations must transform the standard of doing business. Hello and welcome to season two of the Real Estate Show. This is a Buena Vista Homes Real Estate Edition. Proudly sponsored by Buena Vista Homes. Your idea of a perfect home just got settled. You can have this, that, or even that. But that's not all. an environment that is dotted with the most carefully crafted homes, well-demarcated spaces, and everything that makes you feel comfortable. In this season of the Real Estate Show, the Buena Vista Homes Real Estate Show, everything you need in a home will be disguised. Peace, comfort, security, and every other thing real estate related. Don't miss this edition of the Buena Vista Homes Real Estate Show with me, Ophia Pessoa. Welcome back and thank you very much for staying with us here on Upfront on the Joy News Channel. And this evening we're joined by Member of Parliament for Whole West. He's been, uh, you know, Chairperson of the Government Assurances Committee and also Ranking Member of the Committee, Emmanuel uh, Bedra, joining us via Zoom, and Dr. Rashid Rahman, who is the Executive Director of the African Centre for Parliamentary Affairs. Gentlemen, good evening and thank you very much for joining us. If you... If you can unmute your microphones, I'll be very happy. Uh, good evening, Honorable Bedra, and uh, good evening, uh, Dr. Rashid Rahman. Thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, Winston, and good evening to my brother, uh, Dr. Rashid. It's been a long time. Uh, well, Dr. Rashid, you can hear from your brother who says it's been a long time. Yes, yes, I heard from him. Great, great. <laughs> I'd like to start off with you, Dr. Rashid Rahman, because I know you've done some work on this. So uh, the motion has been approved, um, adopted. We're waiting for the resolution now. But um, would you say this is the step in the right uh, direction and this is a good day for Ghana's democracy, particularly its parliament? Indeed it is, uh, Winston, because these standing orders, uh, they've been a very big candidate for revision for more than 10 years now. Uh, you know, parliament after parliament, we've made efforts, we've invested a lot of money 
the center that I used to work with, uh, I mean, invested a lot of money. I remember under Star Ghana, we did a lot of work, other organizations like CDD. So I must commend the leadership of the eighth parliament, I think, for making sure that this has seen the light of day. I mean, this is, uh, I mean, it can be, it can be better uh, than this, you know, because, uh, as you know, these uh, standing orders date back, I mean, to, you know, more than 20 years. And a lot has happened, a lot of has changed in our country, uh, in the world of uh, parliaments, and so on, including, uh, you know, we woke up and we didn't know how to deal with... Uh, the eighth parliament, how to define who is majority and who is minority, mm. you know. So I think uh, it's, it's a step, it's a step in the right direction, and I must commend the leadership of parliament. I mean, we can look at the details, but uh, really, I think uh, I mean, it's a good day. And let me also say that I've been part of the process, you know, the committee that the right honourable speaker set up. I think uh, I made some contributions. I've seen some of that reflected in the standing orders, but I've also been disappointed that I didn't see some. Okay, but we'll get back to you shortly and look at um, what you would had, I mean, what you had expected to see that you didn't see, and uh, what you see currently and what you make of them, because I know you'd have to leave us. But let me get to Honorable Bedra and uh, you know get his view. On this. Uh, Dr. Rashid Rahman makes the point that this is uh, 20 years in coming, but of course it's a good day for Ghana's parliament. What do you say? Yeah, it is a good day I was in for Ghana's parliament in afternoon. Uh, I mentioned that when I came to parliament in 2009, uh, one of the things that we had that time was that they were going to review the, standing, the current standing orders. Mm. And so we've been expecting that the current standing orders review. Uh, last parliament, uh, we've done you know, some work on the standing orders. We're going to pass it in the seventh parliament. And uh, I believe there was, um, after the election, some, uh, some people do not agree. Uh, to especially to the number of people per committee, and that has stalled the passing of of, 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 of the standing orders in the seventh parliament. Thankfully, today we, we've gone through um, the motion. Uh, the next thing is to pass the resolution, and then we'll have a new standing order. It is a new standing order, standing orders that will pass the test of time. Uh, listen, as you can agree with me, and as the uh, uh, doctor has mentioned, uh, we, we live in a dynamic world. A world that we are interconnected. We are members of the Commonwealth Association or Parliamentary Association. Mm. We are members of International Parliamentary Union. We are members of so many uh, parliamentary associations. More importantly, we are also members of the Open Parliament and, uh, Initiative, which is the Open Government uh, OGP or Open uh, Government Partnership. And we are signatory to the Open Government Partnership. In the, within the Open Government Partnership, we have Open Parliament. And um, for, for, for this standing orders. Committee works, as we go into details, you will see that committee works will not be done in, in, in secrecy that we all used to know. It will not be done in the open where people cannot access parliament and, and know whether their members of parliament that they send to parliament are working or not. And so there are a lot of good things in this current uh, standing orders. Okay. We'll get into the details, but let me get um, you know Dr. Rashid Rahman in because uh, Dr. Rashid Rahman, you have talked about uh, your disappointment on the, some of the things that are not in there. Let's start from the disappointment. What are some of the things that you're expecting to see that you haven't seen in uh, you know, the new standing orders? 
Well, I think uh, you know some of the things that I wanted to see. Uh, I know, first of all, let me commend again Parliament for you know trying to split the mm. leadership of uh, of the various committees and giving mm-hmm. some of that to the opposition. For instance, appointment co- appointments committee and uh, and some other committees are now going to be chaired by members that are not from the ruling party. You know, uh, I would have loved to see many more oversight committees. So, for instance, the sector committees, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Committee on Health, Committee on Agriculture, Committee on Education, and so on, which provide oversight over uh, the various uh, sectors of our economy. Uh, you know, I would have loved to see uh, some of them given to the like what happens in a lot of uh, eastern and southern African countries, mm-hmm. but I think uh, what we see uh, already is, is bold. It's a bold step, and I think. Uh Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and one hundred percent accurate taxes. Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The majority leader and myself, we've had a lot of discussions about this. I mean, when we used to visit, you know, countries in Eastern and Southern Africa, and uh, we were wondering why, I mean, we couldn't have I mean, that kind of arrangement in our parliament. So today, this is seen in the light of day, even if, I mean, it's not uh, 100%. The other thing that I didn't see, uh, which I, you know, uh, suggested to the committee, was, uh, I mean, the committee of the future. Uh, so this is a committee, for instance, uh, that exists in a few parliaments around the world. Uh, for instance, the Parliament of Finland. This is okay. a committee that is made up of, uh, you know, just people sitting down and imagining the future of our country and, mm. I mean, thinking about all kinds of scenarios. You know, so for instance, you know, we never knew that one day we wake up and we have a divided parliament and uh, we struggle mm-hmm. to define who is majority, who is minority, you know, and so many other things, especially in a world that is very fast evolving. Mm. So, I mean, that I didn't see, but I hope uh, maybe in the next round of revision, uh, perhaps uh, when this has taken more than 20 years, so I don't know whether we'll be active then and uh, we can we can see some of these these things, and then, Winston, the other thing is uh, 
hoping that, you know, the, we had a struggle and then the right honorable speaker had to get involved to define who is minority, who is majority. Okay. Uh, because the current selling orders were not made for a parliament like the one that we currently have. And I've seen that in many countries. Uh, so, for instance, you know, I would have loved to see some of these things defined clearly and also even imagine a scenario where we wake up one day and we we'll have uh, maybe more than more than uh, two strong parties in the parliament i mean mm. how do you define these uh, these these uh, these parties i've seen that for instance in the last parliament in sierra leone they were struggling because they had majority minority and the the other parties and they, they had other parties that were strong in the parliament so I mean, these are some of the things that I would have loved to see uh, but you know again let me say uh, they say half half uh, loaf is uh, is always better than nothing mm. so we, we are making some progress okay. so those are the, the the disappointments I mean do you want me to go into I mean, the great things that I've seen exactly go into the great things that you've seen Okay, so I think uh, Honorable Pedro has talked about the reduction in the size of uh, committees. I think, uh, I mean, our committees are too big, too unwieldy. I mean, where committees work and they are efficient, especially when we want them to work on the basis of consensus, I think uh, the size of the committee is usually, I mean, not too big and not too small. Uh, so the reduction that uh, is suggested in the the current standing orders, I think, is a good thing. Let me give you an example, uh, Winston. Sure. If you go to the UK Parliament, it's a parliament that is uh, three times almost the size of our parliament. But their public accounts committee, for instance, is uh, less than 20 members. Mm. Most of our committees are almost 30 and so on. So I think uh, this is, I mean, uh, is, is very good. Um, secondly, I think I have also seen, uh, we've talked about that already, you know, the committees that are chaired by by the opposition, uh, that would be great. I think I've also seen the budget committee, which is uh, one great thing, uh, because, mm. you know, over the years, we've been struggling to establish a parliamentary budget office. And uh, studies upon studies have shown that our parliament is way behind the parliaments of uh, East Africa, like Kenya, Uganda, which have uh, what we call parliamentary budget offices and a budget committee. That takes away some of the powers of uh, the finance committee and, uh, and plays a very significant role in the budget process. So this has been established under these standing, uh, standing orders, which I, which I think is a, is a good thing. I've also seen, uh, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? The, the the clarity given to how sanctions a sanctions regime, if you like, mm. uh, when I mean there's a breach in the, or contempt of parliament. I mean it was very vague in the previous uh, in the previous standing orders. You know I I have some notes here, Winston. Let me just look at my notes. I've sure. also seen um, you know uh, the role of the speaker. I mean giving some clarity. Uh, you know, in terms of particularly prominence uh, in in the area of uh, he playing a role in building consensus, uh, the issue of secret balloting, which has been uh, a big issue in this parliament, where we've seen 
uh, situations where it has generated fights in, in the House. I think some clarity has been given to that. Private uh, members' bill, I think uh, we commended the Right Honorable Speaker Kwe for making sure that this was introduced. And now I think these standing orders have uh, taken it up the next step in terms of providing some clarity. Backbencher uh, time. A lot of backbenchers, people accuse a number of MPs that we don't hear you speak, we don't, uh, you sit in parliament, we don't hear you. Uh, the right honorable speaker, most of the time, I mean, a lot of time in the in debates and so on are given to uh, uh, those in the front bench, the leaders they have. So today we have, we are going to have backbenchers' time okay. to give the opportunity to uh, those who are not in the front bench and ministers and so on. Uh, we also have seen. Uh, you know, some, um, you know, development in the area of uh, attendance to parliament. But, I mean, here I have, I have a little concern. Are those so concerns? Says, in addition to the electronic, yeah, in addition to the electronic uh, kind of sign-in, I mean, the new standing orders are saying that I mean, we want to have members physically sign in so that at least uh, this will be recorded in the vote. And proceedings. Mm. And then in another breath, Winston, we are saying that we want electronic voting. We want an e-parliament. So, there, I mean, I think we should be moving I think in the direction of uh, you know, using technology more rather than okay. I mean, taking one step there and then going back to this uh, archaic paper because uh, I think members of parliament have abused uh, the system in a way. Uh, then finally, uh, Winston, another big thing that I've seen is the issue of quorum. I think uh, Abdullah versus the Attorney General has found its way into our new standing orders. Well, mm. uh, you know, Parliament let his guard down and then the Supreme Court came in and and, uh, and, and, and directed them in terms of what to do. So okay. today, I think the standing orders make it clear if somebody is presiding, he or she can also uh, have a vote that, that will be counted. So I think, uh, Winston, overall, um, and then, of course, like uh, Honorable Bedra said, the big thing is the fact that most committees are now going to sit in public, apart okay. from the Public Accounts Committee and the Appointments Committee, which is a great thing. Mm. And then finally, you know, the governance institutions have to come before Parliament to answer, at least even if it is uh, in, the, in the domain of uh, trying to answer questions about how they have used resources that have been allocated to them by Parliament. I was on, uh, on your I mean, program earlier with Evans, and the issue uh, was raised about whether this will not be you know, trying to interfere in the work of independent governance institutions yeah. like the Electoral Commission and so on. Uh, I don't agree. I think that, uh, as uh, Dr. Ine indicated, if they are giving resources, they have to come and account on how those resources are used. I mean, nobody's going to interfere in, in how they conduct elections and so on, uh, but I think they have to come and account, just like uh, every other institution, in terms of how even the security agencies, I mean, the security sector, which has been very secretive in many countries, uh, today a number of countries are finding ways to make sure that, you know, uh, issues that are not really, really uh, national kind of uh, security issues uh, have to be in the public domain so okay. that uh, citizens can get to know and can get answers. Okay. I, I'll get back to you, but let me bring Honorable Bedrai in at this yeah. point. You've made a few points about um, uh, what you're not happy about. You would have preferred a committee of the future. You also pref would have loved to see more committees being chaired 
by parties, I mean, other than parties in government. Um, Honorable Bedra, what's your take on these issues? Uh, you think that... Um, well, yes, well, come on. Uh, yeah, two, two of his issues have been taken care of by the current uh, uh, standing orders. Maybe he has not looked at the report. Mm. And so let me quickly refer you to the report. Which if you have the report, uh, page 23 of the report says uh, that's the item 5.29.1A-C. It yes. says the committee recommends that the chairperson of all other committees be appointed based on numerical strength of the parties in parliament. And so, apart from the six committees that will be chaired by the ruling uh, party in government, that is the finance committee, the committee on defense and interior, the committee on foreign affairs, committee on security and intelligence, committee on constitutional legal affairs, and committee on employment, labor relations, and pension, which are supposed to be chaired by party in power. The other committees that will be chaired by a party that is not in power will be public accounts committee, committee on subsidiary legislation, committee on government assurance, budget committee, and appointment committee. Then after that, the rest of the committees, uh, leadership of the committees will now be you know, chair as you know, as 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 based on the numerical strength of each party. So, Doc, your 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 point here has been taken care of. It is not party that is in power as we currently have who chair all the committees. Mm. Apart from those one that has been designated for party in power and party in opposition or in minority, the rest of the committees will now be shared according to. I mean, leadership of the committee will now be shared according to. So, it's there. Then the Wait. then the issue of uh, yes, can you hold on, Honorable Jack? I get back to you because um, there are one or two questions that I need to ask on that. Also, let's just go for a short break. This is our front on the Joy News Channel, and this evening we're joined, we're having a discussion on Parliament's new standing orders and how those orders would enhance Ghana's democracy. When we return, we'll continue the conversation with uh, Honorable Emmanuel Bedra, Member of Parliament for Who West, and Dr. Rashid Rahman, who's Executive Director of the Africa Centre for Parliamentary Affairs. We'll be right back. And welcome to season two of the Real Estate Show. This is a Buena Vista Homes Real Estate Edition. Proudly sponsored by Buena Vista Homes. Your idea of a perfect home just got settled. You can have this, that, or even that. But that's not all. An environment that is dotted with the most carefully crafted homes, well demarcated spaces, and everything that makes you feel comfortable. In this season of the Real Estate Show, the Buena Vista Home Real Estate Show, everything you need in a home will be discussed. Peace, comfort, security, and every other thing real estate related. Don't miss this edition of the Buena Vista Homes Real Estate Show with me, Ophia Fukua.
Hello, good morning. Welcome to Joy News Desk. My name is Aisha Vine. Let me tell you, there's no small job at all. What can you report from the Fana community? We are still sounding the alarm for people who are hiding to know that help has come. The board is supposed to be meeting this morning to deliberate on this nominee. Yes, this problem has been recurring over time. The people have invested their, the fruits of their excellence and you want to throw it away because you think you can. No, it's not lawful for him to do it, period. What's the basis that these uh, financial assurances will be giving latest today? If you follow what has transpired over the week, we got the information when the president addressed uh, the media celebration indicating that China is going to come on board. And thank you very much for staying with us here on Upfront on the Joy News Channel. And tonight we're having a conversation about Parliament's new standing orders. We're joined via Zoom by Honorable uh, Emmanuel Kwesi Bedra, who's Member of Parliament for Who West, and Dr. Rashid Raman, who's a, the Executive Director for the Africa Center for Parliamentary Affairs. Now, uh, Honorable Bedra, you're making a point, but let's look at this, I mean, critically. The point you're making. When I look at, um, you know, the chairperson of the following committee is being appointed by a membership of the party or parties in parliament other than the party or parties which form the government, that's B, as public accounts committee, committee on subsidiary legislation, committee on... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Government and Parliamentary Assurances, Budget Committee and Appointments Committee. C, the committee recommends that chairpersons of all other committees be appointed based on the numerical strength of the parties in Parliament. Now, this is based on numerical strength. The other one, B, is categorical. Irrespective of the numerical strength, the appointments committee should be chaired by parties other than those in government. Doesn't this defeat, I mean, I mean isn't this different from what, uh, you know, um, Dr. Rashid Rahman was suggesting, Honorable Bedra? So the, 
those who drafted the initial standing orders. And exactly what the two of us have been saying has to do with the fact that you need um, uh, members or, or parties that are not in power to also have some leadership role mm -hmm. in some of the committee. And he mentioned some of the select committees like education and so on and so forth. And so what will happen now after the passage of this uh, uh, standing orders will be that after the 11 committees that have been set aside for mm -hmm. parties ruling and the parties that are not in, in power, we'll look at our numerical strength. Okay, currently we have 50-50, you know, as we all know, hand parliament. And so 50 of the rest of the committees will be taken, will be balloted by the minority and majority. And so whatever is left, if, if it's about 12 committees that is left, this will be given to minority to chair. This will be given to majority also to chair. In addition to the six of the majority, the six of the the majority or party in power, and the five of the uh, party uh, of, of committees that uh, parties are not in power. And so it's the same thing that myself and uh, Dr. Rashid have uh, been saying. Initially, he didn't know that the rest. He thought that it was only limited to only those five committees for parties that are not in power. Mm. But. Um if you look at it, okay, let me get Dr. Rashid Rahman. Um, are you both on the same, uh, you know, page, Dr. Rahman? Uh, well, I mean, not not too sure. You know, uh, Winston, as you have, as you have indicated, I mean, we we've, we've been very categorical about some of the committees. Mm -hmm. You know, in other jurisdictions, they are categorical in all committees that uh, that the opposition must chair. Uh, so that I mean, you look at you know, the, the kind of weight of uh, the work the committee does, I mean, the importance of that uh, committee in terms of oversight and so on, and then you say, look, because a lot of money goes to education, let's make sure that this is chaired by the opposition so that at least, uh, you know, the checks and balances can, can be there at all times. Uh, when we leave it to ballot, you know, or when we leave it to the discretion of, uh, you know, the leadership of parliament, you know, yes, we can get it, but if we are not careful, they might give youth and sports, they might give, uh, you know, uh, uh, committees, I mean, uh, committees that, that I mean, have poverty reduction, uh, and, uh, I mean, committees that don't, don't receive or don't have, I mean, a lot of work in terms of oversight. And then maybe the party that's in power would, uh, would chair the rest of the, the other committees. So, I mean, yes, I think it's, uh, it's progress if you compare it to the current standing orders. But we should have been categorical and, uh, and, and be, be blunt and clear about this, just as we were with the appointments committee, just as we were with the, the other committees that, that are going, I mean, the PAC and so on and so forth. And we always cite the PAC as one of the most effective, just because it's chaired by the opposition. And, uh, so... Um, we are not really on the same page. I think uh, I'm half on his page and uh, <laughs> not on the full page in terms of mm. uh, this matter. Okay, but I mean, Honorable Bedra, you've been a chairman of the Government Assurances Committee before. You've been ranking member also. Now we have a situation where an opposition member is supposed to be the chairperson of the Government Assurances Committee. What would really change? I mean, You've been working. What would change if an opposition member is the chairperson of the Government Assurances Committee? Well, yes, as uh, Doctor has mentioned, uh, when he 
you have um, a chairperson of subsidiary legislation coming from the minority side or the chairperson of, of public accounts committee, as he mentioned, that has been very effective uh, coming from the minority side. Uh, I'll give a typical example. If there are laws that are supposed to come under, under subsidiary legislation, the instrument, and the chairman of the committee coming from the other side of the aisle do not approve of it, it will be very difficult you know, for the instrument to be laid because they need to have a buy-in and a pre-laying. And, and so this, this, is, this has to do with an oversight. And, and so we need, you know, we need members from the other side to, 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 to take over, as, as it were, to become the chairman or leaders of, of, of committees that will have a strong oversight. For instance, just as you mentioned the Government Assurance Committee, um, you remember in, in, in 2013, you know, then about to 2016, I was the chair. Even though yeah. my party was in power, uh, I, I tried as much as possible to bring the Government Assurance Committee into the limelight, where we had a lot of work done under the Government Assurance Committee uh, with the help of Star Ghana, Dr. Rachel Daman, and the rest. Now, when we lost power and I took over as a ranking member, I did not have the same power as the chairman uh, or just a ranking member. And so the, the initiative needs to be taken by the chairperson. And so uh, things were not going as, as it were, as we wanted it. So I, I was even moved to to Western Housing Committee to become mm -hmm. the ranking member uh, on Western Housing Committee. And so it shows clearly that being a chair of a committee rules enormous power, just as we have in the Public Accounts Committee. Now, recently, the chairman of the Public Accounts Committee ordered that, uh, you know, one, one of the attendees uh, should be hauled before the police. And then we asked the police to arrest him. You know, <laughs> so he has a lot of power. And so if you are not a chair of a committee or a leader of that committee, you will not exercise a lot of power as, as, as the, the standing orders uh, made us to, to be. And so, yes, uh, becoming a chair of Government Assurance Committee will give you a lot of power. Uh, as as a, as a minority person or opposition party member, and also will make sure that you do your work well. I'll give a typical example. As chairman of the Governor Assurance Committee, if, if I'm is giving the award again, uh, promises made by ministers from time to time will be whole. And this time around, it's not limited to only promises, but implementation of those promises as well. And so as a chair, you have that power to make sure that the promises made by uh, those ministers are either done or not done, and you have the power to hold a minister before the committee. Currently, as it stands now, everybody's looking to the president, uh, whether the president will call him and give him a ministerial position or not, and so they may not be willing uh, to take the bull by the horn by calling their own peers to 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 to, to hold. And uh, but I mean, I I did it in the previous uh, two parliaments. I don't see why people should be afraid not to do it now. But it's an individual issues. It depends on where you stand uh, uh, when it comes to oversight uh, uh, in terms of leadership. And so, yes, it is very important. Um, not only Government Assurance Committee, but the Budget Committee. Mm -hmm. The only place I debated today that I was not too happy has to do with the Appointment Committee. Even though the Appointment Committee, the chairmanship of the Appointment Committee, will go to a party that is not in power, and then now, currently, you have leadership of the House and leadership of the select committees uh, where the minister will be coming from so that you can bring your expertise to bear and ask the minister questions 
from your field, it is okay. But I am, and some of us, not me alone, majority of us thinks that the leadership, the chairman of that committee should rather be, you know, for, for, for a party that is in power. Why? Instead of giving it to... Yes, that, that, yes uh, uh, you know, listen. Why? Because, you see, uh, we live in, 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 in a society where if you are given the opportunity to prevent your own colleagues from becoming a minister, not with any justifiable uh, reason, you will do it because you want to you want to show where power belongs or where power lies. Uh, take take for instance a uh, lot of things that happened during Jowai's uh, honourable uh, MP for Bekwai when issues were brought before him as the chairman of the committee. Sometimes he uses power as the chairman of the committee and allow the 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 nominees to go through. If Jowai's was to be a minority person and, 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 and issues of this nature comes, he will make sure that it doesn't go through at all. You understand? And so a party in power should, for me, should be given the authority. But unfortunately... Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Now, the Public Accounts Committee is chaired by a party in opposition. Exactly. The Public Accounts Committee, like you've all agreed, one of the best performing committees in Parliament. Yeah. What's wrong if you come and you're being asked questions? You are calling for protectionism, Honorable Bedra. Uh, I mean, if I get you clearly, I'm you're calling. <laughs> yes, yes, come in. I'm not calling for protection at all. I'm calling for fairness. Yeah. Fairness uh, is you, don't, you don't trust. You don't trust. Are you saying, for instance, that Honorable Aveji today is not fair as chairperson of the Public Accounts Committee? No, he's not fair. He's, he's doing his work. I mean, he's doing perfectly. Is he? Well, is he? Is he being fair? Is he being fair? He's being fair. He's, for me, he's being fair. Has, okay. is, is Joe Asewu should be in fair? Well, that is subjective. Okay. Because there are issues that came up mm -hmm. that you remember even the minority voted against some nominee. Mm -hmm. Why did they vote against some nominee? They voted against some nominee because they think that the issues have not been dealt with properly. In, in your view, in your view. Is he being fair? Not in my view, in the view of uh, the, the entire minority. He's not being fair. By the entire minority, that one will not have voted. The, the, the committee so report will not be will not be a, so, not so, be so, a majority so, report. So if he's not being fair as a gov I mean uh, an MPP member or party in government, why wouldn't you support an opposition member to do that? And in that case, you would be happy that that person would be fair, isn't it? You see, listen, all we are saying is that, look, you have government in power mm. nominating this person to become a minister of state. And then an opposition, or sorry, now we don't use opposition again in our parliament, a minority mm -hmm. uh, party will come and said, oh, well, um, uh, we think that this person, even though he qualifies, uh, justified by the constitution because whatever you do in that committee is, should be, the qualification should be from the constitution. Even if the person qualified, we think that we'll not give it to him because we don't like him. So your, 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 your fear, before I get to Dr. Draman, your fear is that the minority or the opposition party could use that to actually vote against government appointees. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But well, it's been passed, so let's let's ignore it. It's it, that is my view. But majority of our colleagues says, well, they they will go by 
what the uh, the, the new study order. So we passed it. Is that what court. you would have done giving the opportunity? Of course. I would, if I if we were to ask for a vote, I would have voted against it actually. But well, this is a voice vote. Even though we voted against it, it's passed. My voice was drowned. <laughs> Let me bring Dr. Rashid Raman in here. Dr. Rashid Raman, uh, what's your view on this? Well, I think uh, I honestly don't agree with uh, with my brother there. I think uh, just like you said, I mean, we want more of these committees and powerful committees as such to mm. be chaired by the opposition. I mean, on a lighter note, I mean, I'm just I mean, running this in my head and thinking that, well, maybe the likes of Honorable Bajra are thinking that uh, maybe come 2025 they'll be in, in government and then they don't want... Uh, the opposition to be chairing this committee and uh, and uh, well, I mentioned it today. I'll be I'll be in government next next, next parliament <laughs> and I'll be I'll be hobby. <laughs> and I'll be all before the committee and you are you are trying to uh, self protect. So I mean that's uh, but Winston. On another note, I think the other important thing that I forgot to mention is the fact that we now have a post legislative scrutiny committee, mm. which will be a committee that will be. You know, every now and then looking at the bills that have been passed by Parliament to see whether they are, you know, really, I mean, uh, addressing the gaps that they yeah. were intended to in the first place. And uh, that's a good thing. But, Winston, I have to go now, honestly. I have to go. So, thank you very much for having me. But, but just before you go, one point from me, last point from you. Do you think the new standing orders will enhance our democracy? And in what way will it enhance yes, our democracy? Well, I think indeed it will, uh, you know, particularly because if we have, you know, the business of oversight in any parliament is a business of the entire parliament. But over the years, across many countries, we've seen that the business of oversight usually is left in the hands of the... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Of the opposition or the minority for obvious reasons. Now, if the minority parties or party has the opportunity to chair a number of oversight committees, I think our democracy will be enhanced. And I think also if we have sizable committees, uh, the cost of running these committees, I mean, the unwillingness of these committees, and uh, making sure that decisions are made on the basis of consensus so that our, you know, uh, there wouldn't be a lot of gridlock and so on, all this, I think, would enhance uh, our democracy, Winston, and many more. Thank you very much, Honorable uh, Dr. Rashid Draman. Uh, you would have to leave us. Let me get back to you, Honorable Bedra. So I'm just looking at, uh, you know, the new committees, and let me get your view on uh, some of these committees. Um, you're looking at, um, you know, a committee on economy and development planning. And uh, we know that a finance committee does this. Why would you want another committee to be doing this? <laughs> yeah, uh, Winston, uh, so today uh, somebody mentioned on the floor of the House that now we are we have um, uh, divided or shared the committee of finance into three. Uh, one is the budget committee, one is the finance committee itself, and one is the economy and 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 the development planning development committee uh, development 
development, yeah, development committee. Uh, quite frankly, uh, we see if you look at the work of the committee on development and economy and on and, and development planning, it is quite extensive than that which is limited to only the finance committee. Uh, let me let me read what the report is. The committee noted that currently the finance committee exercises oversight responsibility of all matters related to finance, economy, and development planning. Increasingly, however, the finance committee has been updated with referrals and matters to finance to, to, of finance have been prioritized over all other matters within the committee's mandate. This has often led matters of the economy and development unattended to. The committee accordingly recommends for the establishment of a new committee and gives it the mandate to consider all matters relating to the economy and development planning and ensure that such matters are given the needed attention within the governance framework of the said, uh, uh, Listen, you know very well that the, every two years, the president is supposed to bring to the House the, his um, uh, plans uh, that he has for the development of, 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 of the state. Mm. And that plan should be in his uh, medium-term uh, coordinated according to our constitution. And so every now and then the president is supposed to tell us the gaps that uh, are in the development plans, whether those development plans have been uh, you know, taken care of or not. Unfortunately, we have not seen that much when it comes to the finance committee. Finance committee has uh, work largely has been over the years since I came, has to be approval of loans and you know, uh, you know, giving uh, concession to taxes and so on and so forth. And now we have a committee that will take care of our development our economy and the development planning. When it comes to what are the issues concerning development planning, this committee will take it up with the development planning uh, uh, authority or development planning commission. And then when it comes to the economy itself, the, this committee will work with Bank of Ghana as well as that of uh, Minister of Finance to see where priority areas monies have been allocated according to government's development planning agenda for the, the two years that uh, the president comes to lay his development planning uh, uh, in parliament. And so this committee will, will make sure or uh, will now t report back to parliament whether those plans, coordinated plans, have been achieved or not achieved at all. And, and so it is good for us as a new committee. Uh, listen, that is not the only committee. Uh, there's a committee on security and intelligence. Mm. If, if you permit me, security and intelligence committee has to do, you know, largely there, there's a new trend uh, in, 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 in the world of security where you have the uh, committee on defense interior working uh, with the intelligence and, 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 and security uh, uh, apparatus or uh, institutions. Now we have Ministry of uh, uh, Ministry of Security, and we have the National Investigation Bureau. We have all other uh, 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 security institutions that we need a committee that will work with them instead of limit, limiting it to defense and interior. Defense and interior, we have defense, we have the police, and we have the other uh, fire service, and they have too many uh, com uh, institutions that they will need to work with. And so, if having defense and, and, and have, sorry, having committee on security and intelligence uh, is, is also in the right direction. And then another committee, a new committee that has been introduced, has to do with committee on public administration and state interest. 
Yes. What, 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 what are you going to do that the current committees cannot do? I mean, uh, state interest. You no. have a lot of these, uh, uh, you know, committees. Can they do that? You know, we said in the past we have uh, we do not have a committee that deals with uh, uh, public uh, what do public administration, uh, where you have the uh, the uh, public administration has to do with civil head of civil service. Uh, we do not have any institution coming to parliament to defend them when their budgets are being brought. We don't have any committee that defends them. They do their own thing, and then we do not know what happens there. And so now we have a committee that will deal with public administration. Public administration has to do, uh, it has to do largely with the um, uh, head of civil service, and then uh, uh, as well as uh, ministry department and agencies. Another one has state interest. We have state interest like um, state enterprise commission or state enterprises that we have in the country. State interest and governance authority now. Yes, you... you yes, so, that yes. okay. Governance authority now. Yes. Now, you need you need a committee that will handle that because, mind you, we have... We, we invest heavily in, uh, in some of those institutions and we need a committee that will make sure that those institutions are either making profit or they are... Yeah, With all these committees that you've uh, you know talked about, and we've been talking about them, these are I mean the new ones that have been introduced. How are they going to enhance uh, our country's democracy? For many people, they say there are too many expectations of the hung parliament. They've not seen that. Will this change anything? It will change a lot of things. Take for instance the, the new leadership of, of parliament. If this thing comes into being, uh, or this new. Um, Standing orders coming comes into force, it means that some of the leadership of the committees will not change. For instance, will it take effect? Yes, let, let, let me get your view on this. Will it take effect immediately or will it take effect in the next parliament? Immediately. In fact, from what I'm hearing from the Green Party, in fact, we've not done the resolution yet. So, uh, what I'm hearing is that uh, they, we even wanted to take it before the media review. I don't know how true that is. Uh, leadership has not told us. But that would be that would be to uh, you know for, for for our advantage because you see the numbers will be limited. You have people who work. You will not be in so many committees that you don't have time to even do proper scrutiny. You will not be limited to one, two, or three committees that you can work effectively. Okay. And also you have oversight over those uh, ministry department and agencies. For instance, I was just saying, how would you enhance the work of democracy and parliament? If you have the leadership of government assurance committee, being from the uh, party in, not in government, you know how it is, just like public accounts committee and subsidiary mm. legislation. Okay. You won't be able to do your work effectively. So as my committee that I was mentioning, the appointment committee, when the president nominates somebody now, and then the minority will have to be, you see how to scrutinize and, 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 and really grill the person who become the... <laughs> <laughs> the nominee of the president. Okay. Well, Obeja, thank you very much for making time to join us uh, this evening. We're very grateful to you. Wish you all the best. He's Member of Parliament for Who West in the Voter Region, representing the NDC, uh, who joined us this morning here on Upfront on the Journeys channel. My name is Winston. I'm on behalf of the team. Thank you very much for joining us. Up next is Journeys Prime.